0: Welcome to the Pioneer Forage Forum, featuring news and information important to dairy professionals working for successful animal nutrition. All right, with me on the phone is Leo Brown, Livestock Information Manager with Pioneer. Our topic today is high chop effects on corn silage nutrient composition. Now, Leo, when it comes to the chopping height of corn silage, some producers like it high while some like it low. Well, just what is, according to the experts, the optimum chop height for corn silage?
1: Well, Cindy, you've probably heard this before, but there's an old phrase that people say, and they'll say, well, that depends. And and, uh, expert or not, I guess, basically what it depends on is what the needs of each operation are. And as much as we'd like to have one simple rule that we can always apply, the reality is that it changes from year to year, and for that matter, it can even change from field to field. Now, in saying that, at the same time, there is one quick rule of thumb I would throw out there for all that we try to, to give it for considerations and, and and considering all the various options and whatever. I would say you can say this. If, if you're short on feed or if feed costs are high, especially higher than what you would typically think they should be given the milk prices and meat prices and whatever, then the obvious choice is that you want to chop low because you want all the feed you can get to do anything any different. It just doesn't make sense. On the other hand, if feed supplies are good and or say the feed costs are relatively cheaper than other things, all things considered, then definitely chopping higher would, would probably
0: be a good choice to consider. Well, what type of impact does the chopping height have on on silage yield and, and dry matter? And, and then how are the milk per ton and milk per acre affected by that?
1: Well, because high chopping increases starch while decreasing the fiber content, as you could guess, the milk per ton of silage dry matter would be higher. And what we see is typically 6 to 7% greater for high-chopped silage. Uh, Obviously, it depends on how much higher you're chopping, but with what we typically see, 6 to 7 percent higher for the high-chopped silage. Now, since high-chopping decreases yield of dry matter, uh, chopping corn plants, say, at 24 inches, rather than, say, 6 inches above the ground, which would be about the maximum difference, I would ever say, that somebody would consider, because going higher than 24 inches means they're leaving. More leaves on the ground or out in the field than they probably would want to, but um, when the, when they do that, the projected milk per acre of 24 inch versus 6 inch, the projected milk per acre of silage would would drop by about uh, seven to 10 percent. So although you could chop at some height in between 24 inches or six, um, and and say say decrease some of what you're you're losing or leaving behind. You also have to remember that while that's true uh, to a degree on on the milk per acre, what you don't know is what true effect that might have on the milk per ton because it might be a little bit different uh, than what you might guess.
0: Well, then how would you suggest a producer decide what's best for them? Is it the same every year or, for that matter, is it the same for each hybrid or for different fields?
1: Those are definitely good questions. Uh, The the best recommendation would be three to five days, I would say, before chopping uh, the corn silage field. You would go out and you would chop a representative sample of stalks and send it in to your um, favorite lab, the lab that you typically use. You uh, send it in for uh, a quick analysis. You need to make sure that you get the test results back a day or two before you're ready to chop. At the same time, you don't want to do it too far ahead of time because obviously the nutrient values do change. Now, this, in effect, allows more flexibility for a producer on how they can make the best use of all their forages, both year to year as well as on a field-by-field on a field basis. And then, and then one other benefit that I would say oftentimes gets missed would be that, in effect, it allows you to be putting up more high-moisture corn. So, in effect, more more high-moisture grain in that silage means pound for pound, you are going to get equal or better feed value from that uh, corn that's in that silage without having to dry it down, which means this phase on drying costs. And uh, I, I guess overall, then, you can just sum it up by saying it allows you to maximize the value of your crops, and I mean all of your crops, and in this last case, I even
0: save money to boot. Thank you very much. That's Leo Brown, Livestock Information Manager with Pioneer. We invite your feedback, comments, and questions at worlddairydiary.com. I'm Cindy Zimmerman with the Pioneer Forage Forum.